Hello, and welcome to the first Life Group Leaders podcast for 2020. I'm Pastor Roy, Community Life Pastor, and I'm really excited about getting started with small groups this year under the new branding of Life Groups. Life Groups are changed lives sharing life, and it is through these groups that we meet the purposes of fellowship as we meet together, discipleship as we grow together, care and service as we care for each other and serve together, prayer as we pray together and for each other, worship as we glorify God together, and evangelism as we invite people who need a life-changing relationship with Jesus to our group or our church. I'm believing that God is going to do amazing things in and through our life groups in 2020. The first series that we'll be, we will be walking through in groups is called 24-6, and it's on the subject of rest. We all need rest, not just physical rest, but spiritual rest as well. The importance of rest is found at the very beginning of the Bible. In Genesis 2, verses 2 to 3, it says, On the seventh day God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy because it was the day when he rested from all his work of creation. As we begin this series, we will hear from a special speaker, the president of the University of Valley Forge, Reverend David S. Kim. President Kim's message is centered on a passage from Romans, Romans 8, verses 28 to 39 with a focus on verse 32. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? The main idea for this week is that we can't truly experience the rest that God wants us to experience unless we fully rest and trust in Jesus. So let's walk through the study guide. The guide begins with an icebreaker question meant to get the people in your group talking. It's a question that requires only a short answer. What one word comes to mind when you think of the word rest? The idea is, to get, is just to get everyone thinking about the idea of rest. Some answers may focus on physical rest, others on spiritual. As you ask the question, have each person introduce themselves and then give the word that comes to their mind when they think of rest. Depending on the size of your group, this should only take about five to 10 minutes. Make sure everyone gets a chance to answer. Following the icebreaker, we get into a section called Reflecting on the Sermon. The questions here are meant to have the group reflect on what they heard from President Kim and generate some discussion around that. There are three questions here, all of which ask each person to give some personal reflection on the sermon. Depending on how the sermon affected the group, this section could potentially generate a lot of discussion, and it may be the only part of the study that you get through. If so, that's perfectly okay allow the Holy Spirit to guide the discussion. The questions here are, one, 
After hearing the message shared by President Kim of the University of Valley Forge, has your idea of rest changed? If so, how? Question two, what stood out or really spoke to you? And question three, what is the Holy Spirit prompting you to apply in your life, and how will you apply it? The next section of the guide is titled Digging Deeper, and it is designed to dig deeper into the subject of rest by looking at what the Bible has to say on the subject through additional verses. There are three sets of questions, each based on a particular passage. As you go through these questions, start by having one or two group members read the passage. You might want to ask the quieter members of your group to do this, it, as it's a good way to get them involved. The first passage we'll look at in this section is Psalm 95, verses 8 to 11, which says, Do not harden your hearts as you did at Meribah, as you did that day at Massah in the wilderness, where your ancestors tested me. They tried me, though they had seen what I did. For forty years I was angry with that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they have not known my ways. So I declared an oath in my anger. They shall never enter my rest. God wants us to experience His rest, just as He wanted the people of Israel to experience it when they were set free from captivity in Egypt to be led into the Promised Land. But the people of Israel wandered in the wilderness for forty years, and the generation who had lived as slaves to Egypt did not experience the rest that God wanted for them. There are two questions to discuss based on this passage. The first question asks, based on what you have read in Psalm 95, why did that generation not enter God's rest? The question really has an obvious answer and likely will not generate much discussion. The purpose of it is to set up the second question. The answer to this question is that the rest that God promised the, God promised the Israelites was the promised land. But due to their continued grumbling and disobedience, the generation who God led out of Egypt did not enter the rest that God wanted them to experience. With this as the background, the second question is, what can keep us from entering the rest that God wants for us? Some will probably answer that disobedience, sin, pride, etc. are the things that can keep us from entering God's rest. These are all good answers. As I reflect on the question and look at it in light of the idea for this week, I think the biggest thing that can keep us from entering God's rest is a lack of trust in Jesus. Jesus has overcome the world. He has conquered sin and death. Because of his death and resurrection, when we believe in him and follow him, we have the promise of eternal life with him. For us, that is what the promised land was to the Israelites, the place of God's rest. But there is a rest that we can experience today. The rest that comes from trusting in Jesus, 
However, if we don't put our complete trust in him, if we allow the trials and tribulations of life to weigh us down, we will not fully experience that rest. The second set of questions is based on two passages, Hebrews chapter 4, verses 6 to 11, and Revelation chapter 14, verse 13. The passage from Hebrews says this, So God's rest is there for people to enter. But those who first heard this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God. So God said another time for entering his rest, and that time is today. God announced this <coughs> through David much later in the words already quoted. Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. Now, if Joshua had succeeded in giving them this rest, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. So there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors, just as God did after creating the world. So let us do our best to enter that rest. But if we disobey God, as the people of Israel did, we will fall. The verse from Revelation reads, And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Write this down. Blessed are those who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, they are blessed indeed, for they will rest from their hard work, for their good deeds follow them. The author of Hebrews tells us that God's rest is not past history, but that the promise of entering his rest still remains. We are encouraged to enter into God's rest, of which the Sabbath is a reminder and a reflection. The questions here are, what do these passages tell you about the rest that God wants us to experience? How are we able to experience that rest? Here's what I see in these passages. The promise of God's rest still stands. God has prepared this rest for us and has told us about it through the gospel of Jesus Christ. But in order for us to enter that rest, we need to believe that good news. God's rest is there for us to enter, but it requires both that belief, that faith, and obedience to his word. The Israelites received the promise of God's rest, but failed to enter it because they disobeyed God. Although the generation who were slaves in Egypt did not enter into the rest of the promised land, Joshua did lead the next generation into the promised land. But they still did not experience the rest that God wanted for them. The passage from Hebrews 4 says, Now if Joshua had succeeded in giving them this rest, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. So there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God. If Joshua had succeeded in giving the Israelites God's rest then, as the author of Hebrews tells us, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. There is a special rest still waiting for God's people, and we need to do our best to enter that rest through obedience to his word and trust in his son Jesus. The final question in this week's study guide is based on Matthew 11, verses 28 to 30. 
Here we see the words of Jesus himself. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus' word in this passage from Matthew's Gospel speak to the rest that he enables us to experience today and how we can attain it. There are three words in this passage that point to actions that we must take in order to receive that rest. Come, take, and learn. The question here is, what do these actions mean to you and how have you experienced them in your life? Some thoughts on this. Jesus tells us to come to him. To come to Jesus means to trust him. When we are worn down and burdened by life, we need to come to him, to trust him. It is only through him and not through anything we can do that we will find true rest. When we come to Christ by faith, he gives us rest. Jesus tells us to take his yoke upon us. To take a yoke in Jesus' day meant to become a disciple. It means to submit to Jesus. When we submit to him, we are yoked to him. When we are yoked to him, we, are sub we submit to doing his will, to keeping God's commandments. And that is not a heavy burden. 1 John chapter 5, verse 3 tells us that Loving God means keeping his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. Finally, Jesus tells us to learn. This word re represents a process. When we come to Jesus and take up his yoke, we learn more about him, and the result is that we trust him more. And the more we trust Jesus, the more peace, the more rest we will experience. My wife Linda and I have experienced this in a very tangible way in our lives. In August of 2019, Linda was diagnosed with cancer. Further testing and eventual surgery revealed not just one, but two cancers, and one of those cancers was a very aggressive one. She would need radiation and two rounds of chemo, a process of treatment that she is still going through. The burden of this whole situation could easily have worn us down. But we have come to Jesus, put our trust in him, taken up his yoke, and in the process have learned that he not only makes that burden lighter, he gives us the peace that transcends our understanding. We have learned that in Jesus, we can have that rest that God wants us to experience. Well, that's, that's it for this week's study guide. I hope that the things you learn through the message on Sunday and through your group discussions help you to truly find that rest that God wants for you. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you that in you we can find true rest. We pray that we will learn more about you each day of our lives and that we will always trust in you completely. Lord, I lift up all of these group leaders and their groups to you. I pray that you will bless their time together this week as they begin to unpackage the idea of that Sabbath rest that you want for each of us. Bless their fellowship. 
bless their times of discussion, and bring them all closer to each other and to you. I ask all of this in your precious and matchless name. Amen. God bless you as you lead your group this week. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to reach out to me. Have a great time in group this week. God bless.